At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. This week, we are once again proud to be sponsored by the brilliant... Just give me a second there, Lee. ICT. <laughs> I am going to do the sponsorship this week because I've actually been using this brand in my school. And yeah. it is the absolutely fantastic PE Passport. Boom. PE Passport are sponsoring two Mr. P's this week. And I can tell you firsthand that the app that I use for my school PE now makes everything so much easier. The, the the resources that are on there, the lesson plans, the assessments, everything, it's dream stuff. If only there was an English passport or a or whatever other subject they did. <laughs> Maths passport. <laughs> Maths passport. Yeah. But for all your PE needs. Oh, it's it's absolutely I could not recommend it highly enough. And if you go to the website primarypepassport.co.uk and quote Mr. P, you will get 10% off your subscription. So spread the word with your PE coordinators, PE teachers, and get signed up today. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of two Mr. P's in a podcast <laughs> with me Mr. P and the other Mr. P we are here guys welcome to 2021 or as many people are calling it 2021 certainly feels that way already a week back and it seems to have trumped 2020 already it seems um but we are back and we are doing this the first ever podcast we are doing virtually so we are not together for the first time. No. I have to say it smells... My nostrils appreciate it. I was just about to say, my, my, it smells a lot better here. Yeah, well, I got there first, stinky boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but going back, to, going back to this year, when I've been seeing people now in work, I've just been kind of going, New Year. You know, instead of Happy New Year, I've just been going, New Year. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's just not, is it? No, there's not. There's, it's just nothing happy <laughs> at the minute at all. No, like I am just so bloody deflated at the minute. It is. It's unreal. It's unreal. Do you remember <laughs> that guy off X Factor a few years ago who wanted to be Michael Jackson? Do you remember what it was called? And he was like, "The negativity in this room's unreal." Do you remember it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the voice the voice definitely reminds me of something, but I can't remember it. I thought you were talking about on card judge. No, no, no. He was like lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went he he was in he was in one of the early rounds and he was awful. He tried to be Michael Jackson, he dressed as Michael Jackson, and he came on and I think he did like rock with you or something like that. And everyone started it was when they had the crowds in the stadiums and everyone started booing him. And then like Simon stopped him. And he was like, oh my God, the, negative in this ro- the negativity in this room's unreal. Do you not remember him? <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't That's how I feel it. at the minute. Just, uh, uh, it's just, 
where do we start? Where do we start? I know people are uh, people are expecting the rant, aren't they? They're expecting the rant to come. Well, the fact that like every time there's a bad announcement <laughs> and there's comments on the Facebook group like rant incoming, I'm yeah. always a bit like, oh no, don't don't encourage it. But to be I... fair, this is one of the weeks where I will I won't I won't encourage the rant, but I understand the rant. I mean, you'd literally rant about anything. Like, yeah. McDonald's, there wasn't enough salt on my McDonald's chips. Ugh, it's Ofsted's fault. <laughs> I wouldn't. That is, um, that's it's fake news. Fake news. No, no but, um, but, but to be fair, you've got plenty to rant about. But I know that the, the one, when, we, when you said there's nothing, there's nothing positive, I, I beg to differ because the, the kind of, the pod community, the kind of Facebook group, the Instagram, it's it's grown so much in the last few weeks, ever since the Christmas app, really. It's grown what? What would you say? Use a big word. It's grown... Uh, exponentially. Oh! <laughs> New Year. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, you can have that. Sick! <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're just... We're, well, and we're and, just and the thing is, 10... I don't... Go on. No, we're just saying we're just short of 10,000 members in the Facebook pod group. Yeah, we're that's a madness. A couple of hundred short. And I we? don't know if people are uh, noticing, but the other Mr. P is getting a bit more tech savvy. I'm trying to kind of upload a little bit more. I don't want to be like the, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be ICT, basically. I want to take my own road. <laughs> do you know what I mean is this so, where in a few years you've built up enough following that you're just going to break away and go solo no never I'd never me? leave you bro I'd never leave you because you are the success but I'm the difference and <laughs> same difference <laughs> I feel the same difference oh my god do you remember when they did the high school musical one brother and sister look like they're about to get off with each other <laughs> Jesus um <laughs> but no, it, it's it's amazing, and, and I'm loving. I'm just loving the reaction to stuff, and and uh, like I said, I always throw my videos that I've been uploading, just little sneaky ones. Like I did that one. I don't know if people are listening saw it. I did that one with the um, with the uh, the thing, the chopper. What's it called again? The guillotine. The guillotine. The chopper. The guillotine. <laughs> Get to the chopper. I've lost my chopper again. Um, I did that one with the guillotine where we the guillotine sang that song. And I'm not joking. It made me laugh so much. You shouldn't laugh at your own stuff, but I find it hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, massive shout out to everyone who's joined the group. Yeah, everyone guys, involved. guys if, you, if you're not yet part of the podcast Facebook group, head there. Let's, let's reach 10K. Let's turn 2021 into the year of the pod, right? Um, so far, so good pod-wise, I feel. Like, um, just just one message that we had recently uh, on the website. So it said, just wanted to say thank you for how amazing you guys have been during the pandemic. Which, I don't know about you, Adam, but I feel a bit like um, imposter syndrome. Remember when uh, James Smith was talking about it? Because it's like, there are so many more people who are doing more more than than us two sort of sat there drinking Dr. Pepper Zero and just chatting nonsense about school. But, you know, I'll take it. 
I'm a student and a massive fan of the podcast. Yesterday really hit hard with the idea of having to write a dissertation with no library. Try and do research in a school when none are open and apply for teacher training, all while not being able to leave the house and all of my friends not being in the same city. Not to be a mood hoover. But then I saw the new episode will be out Wednesday. Hey, going on better. We're recording this on the Tuesday. I know, yeah. Um, and I thought maybe it's not too bad. Aww. Your guys' efforts and just pure joy have kept me going through some of the worst days where I was thinking of quitting my degree and just giving up any hope of becoming a teacher. If I finish this bloody dissertation, I'll dedicate it to the pod for making it possible to get through it. I'll call it a study into what happened to David's donkey. Some say it's died. <laughs> Others say doubt it. <laughs> Please never stop being the asset you guys are to, the edu- to, to education in the world. You honestly don't know how much you're doing, how much what you're doing means to your listeners. You are both massive, massive shining lights in what at the moment is a really dark world. Oh, that's amazing. That I genuinely no, it does. It chokes me up. Even though going back to the bit where what did she say then when it says, Don't stop being assets? Is that what it said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely thought it said, Don't stop being assets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fair, fair. Um, I actually got a message on the on the gram um yesterday. And I do just want to uh give this a little bit of a shout out. So um if I can just find it. Yeah, so I won't name full name, but Catherine. Uh, it says, hi, guys. I'm going to proclaim now to be your biggest fan. Ooh. I, I know that's a big statement. Ooh. There'll I'm be certain sure, members on the group who will uh, debate. As I'm sure many others have before. No. <laughs> um, no, you're the first. It, it says... I am the early years area Senko um, for Warrington Borough Council. Please, can we have a shout out to our early years workforce who have been so rudely dismissed in tonight's announcement? To be fair, looking at the announcement, I feel like the early years, the government treated early years how they thought they should be treated, i.e., threw shit at them. <laughs> <laughs> What they what they would normally have in class? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I felt says, because it was like it was like most of the time when EYFS teachers come to a staff meeting, they've got to sit there and listen to everything else going on, knowing it doesn't affect them at all. Like ninety nine percent of staff meetings, EYFS teachers are forced to sit through, have nothing to do with EYFS, <laughs> and it's just a waste of time. That's what it must have felt like for all EYFS teachers yesterday, sat there listening to Boris mumble on. And uh, just knowing that enough, you know, they're still cracking on. But, I've uh, seen EYFS teachers have thumb wars against themselves in meetings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I declare a thumb war. What's up, Miss Jackson? Oh, nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, and she goes on to say, I honestly believe this lockdown is needed and I visit schools and nurseries alike to assess children with additional needs. I see the amazing work that they do. And I have loved all your early years stories, especially the poo rolling. Been there, seen that, washed the poo stained hands in the sink. <laughs> I just wanted to say a huge thank you, guys. You got me through lockdown one and two, and I'm sure you will make me belly laugh through number three. The trilogy. 
Take care, guys. Huge respect and thanks uh, to you and your teaching profession. And then this is a this is a good little pod throwback. It says, "P.S. The amount of times I cry laughed and replied, are you gonna have a girlfriend? Is she gonna be blue? Do you remember that story? <laughs> when that kid that I used to teach was eating blue tack and I showed him the Eiffel 65 music video and said, you're gonna turn so blue. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> it feels like it, it feels like a year ago when, well, <laughs> what a silly thing to say. I know, yeah. Like a year ago when we were doing those first lockdown videos. Uh, sorry, lockdown episodes. Oh, God, I'm so tired. It's on some real. Um, no, yeah. I mean, it's amazing to get all those messages and everything that goes in the group is is unreal. But what I do want to say while it's on my mind, please do follow the Facebook, join the Facebook group. But you'll also see at the top of the Facebook group, um, you have a chance to vote for the two Mr. P's in a podcast listener choice awards. Um, it's something that I just stumbled across on Facebook. And it was like, you can vote for your favourite podcast to win this Listener Choice Award. And I was like, oh, I <laughs> uh, never won an award before. So let's give it a go. So uh, it's on. I there. know a good podcast. <laughs> Say what? I was saying like you were saying like, oh, vote for your favourite podcast. Like, OK, two <laughs> Mr. P's. <laughs> and I, uh, no pressure or anything. I want to make it as fair as possible. But yeah, vote for us. Um, so if everyone listening to this, you've only got until the 11th of January to actually vote. Um, but it'd be amazing if we, you know, that would be a cracking, uh, cracking start to 2021. Um, but what I will say is just, you know, we'll start before we get into the rants and all that. And basically me calling the government. Don't, don't, crap. don't, don't give the highlights of the episode as before we get into the run. It's like, surely there's not that many. In, in fact, I take it back. I'm shocked at how many people are going to be listening to this, who I always think are just aching for the big dog's banter. But actually there's quite a lot who I think are listening now thinking, give me the run, run yeah. all over my face. <laughs> And I'm going to run all over your face, right through your ears. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, we'll start off with the positives, man. That Christmas Live episode, unbelievable. To everyone listening to this who bought a ticket and everyone who isn't listening but bought a ticket, thank you so, so much because I, I never dreamt... Uh, it'd be possible for us to top the summer live episode that we did. I thought was that was just like the perfect storm at the time. We just, you know, everyone was to what it was at the end of the year. It had been a real slog. It was just like this, it, you know, it was this big celebration that we've all made it to summer. And then when we announced the Christmas episode, granted it was a lot earlier than, than the summer episode, but sales were pretty slow to begin with. Alongside that, obviously, with everyone being so busy with what was going on in schools, you know, we had noticed a little bit of a dip in listener numbers to our episodes. And I was just saying to Adam, I just don't, you know, prepare yourselves because I just don't think it's going to be as, as, as um, not successful, but, you know, it won't sell as much. And then to, before we even started the live episode, we'd outsold the summer one and then going beyond that, completely outsold it afterwards going well over a thousand tickets again was just 
honestly just unbelievable it made my christmas someone asked asked me on like an insta story the other day they were like so what was your favorite christmas present that was my favorite christmas present because uh like i say i just didn't think it was going to be uh possible for us to reach those same numbers um but it was unbelievable amazing so, so thank you to everyone who joined us um i'm not gonna lie it was pretty scary at times um you know i think we're gonna have to put a complete ban on Jameson's being anywhere in the vicinity when we do a live broadcast. I disagree. It's the, it's the good luck charm. No, just for my... <laughs> That's why because... I was telling more people are tuning in because they don't know what to expect because I'm so crazy, man. <laughs> no, it can't no, happen because I, 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 I am on tenterhooks. When I saw towards the end when Adam was a bit li- little bit worse for... Well, a little bit worse for wear. He was completely and utterly trolled. I, I was like, this is just one, one word away <laughs> from the thing is that, the, the thing is, cards the, falling down. What I, what, I, what I bring it down to is this, and, and I say this in the live shows, you know, you have done amazing in building your, your, your name, your business and everything. And obviously your business is going through a tough time and, and, and everyone appreciates that, but you're still hooking out great stuff videos and all sorts so hats off to you no doubt in my mind yeah, but you're i'm so glad auto- this is recorded this is the nicest thing no, but you're 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 an auto professional and 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 you you sip a peroni and then spit it back in and sit there with the same peroni with the dregs the difference is i was working that friday that was my last day at school so when i finished and we were doing the show i obviously wanted to entertain the crowd but a part of me was celebrating the fact that we'd broken up, and that mixture, I got absolutely, got absolutely hooned. And and the thing is, looking back, like watching it back, I loved it. And I, and and I, you know, I do agree that the difference this time, <laughs> the difference. Your honour, honestly, your honour, not guilty. <laughs> I hold myself in contempt. <laughs> the difference this time was. Two things. One, I didn't have anything to eat before the show because I was because uh, it was just like schoolboy. I, I was just buzzing. And then secondly, I normally have a small Jameson's on ice before the show. You know that I do that every time. The difference this time was because I was that giddy, because I was that excited, because so many people were watching. I had the Jamos pre-show. Then I sipped Jamos from the bottle then had a glass of JMOs whilst I was drinking during the show. So, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, <laughs> when people were watching and, and and I said, you know, the next day, did you enjoy it? Everyone replied with like, yeah, how's the head? And I kept being like, what? Because I'm so arrogant now. And they were like, no, no, yeah, you're hangover, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, no, it was honestly, I, I, I like a what you said. There's no doubt in my mind. There's a two-hour recording of how you slowly got yourself completely hooned um but yeah i uh, no i like her i like her what i meant to say i, I like her what you said that the, the <laughs> you know everyone every single person who bought a ticket but the good thing is and and what i know that you, you're the same early is is the fact that like it's just it's just good on it i mean yeah I may have got a little bit too merry, but hey-ho, it's Christmas, guys. Who cares? And I didn't do anything that bad, <laughs> apart from take my top off at the end. Um, the funniest bit about with, that was it blocked, that- <laughs> it blocked the music. So me and you were there listening to Mysterious Girl, thinking everyone else is hearing it. 
You're mouthing the words, seducing the camera, the 500 people watching. And then, uh, yeah, he took your top off. <laughs> the thing quickly, is, like... you're going to have to you're going to have to put the tickets back up on sale. People listening to this who haven't watched it find out that the other Mister P took his top off, got his chippies out. They're going to be wanting to purchase more tickets. <laughs> they want a refund. They want refunds. Oh god. So yeah, it, it, it certainly made my Christmas. It was um, a cracking end amazing. to what's been a crap or what was a crap term. Um, and then from one, I mean, Christmas. Uh, I, I was. Uh, is there any point asking you how your Christmas was? Um, do you know what? It was one of them. It's like we always say, don't we? Make the best of a bad situation. I mean, yeah. you know, the fact that we couldn't see grandma, we couldn't spend time with Nana, Nana Maureen, by the way, who stole the Christmas show. Yeah. Um, and we will be catching up with Nana Maureen in, in the upcoming weeks. Uh, she, you know, her birthday on Christmas Day. And thank you, everyone, for, for sending you well wishes to Nana Maureen on, on, on Christmas Day as well. Uh, we we rang her and read read some of the messages out, and it really did uh, give her a buzz. Um, a buzz. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so it was it was make the best of a bad situation. It was like, it was all about the kids, wasn't it? The kids yeah. loved it. So at the end of the day, our job, our job was done there. But it wasn't, you know, like you said, it wasn't the normal build-up. It wasn't the normal kind of, you know, you're normally going into Christmas on the back of like three biggies, three big nights out. No wonder I got levered on that live <laughs> I was three nights out <laughs> withdrawn. Um, and yeah, so, but it, like I said, it, it, it was, you know, it was as good as it could be, put it that yeah. way. No, yeah. And um, just quiet, really, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, it was quite nice just to chill and not have to uh, really do anything. But um, yeah, and then like New Year's, New Year's Eve, I, I didn't even last past midnight. I was bed Honestly. by half eleven. I was just fighting back the fighting back the snooze. I was like, oh, I might as well just go to bed. It's not like you're staying up for anything. New Year's Eve, right? I, I'm I'm a massive. I'm a, and I've said this a million times. I'm I'm a massive Christmas fan. Yeah. You know, Mum calls me Buddy the Elf. I am, I am proper Christmas, Mr. Christmas. And I've never really liked New Year. I've just, it's just never really been me. Um, I once spent a New Year in a taxi with OB, as in O what an O OB. And he directed the guy to the wrong house party. And we saw Midnight in in a new moon taxi. I was going absolutely mentally, why you took us to the wrong house, you absolute idiot. And he was like, Happy New Year, mate. Starting um, the year with a exactly, yeah. I was just saying, like, it was supposed to be different this year, OB. Um but yeah, so th- this new year, the, the funny thing is, is Kim, uh, my darling wife, Kim, uh, she, she's got very good memories of New Year because she spent it with her, she used to spend it all, every year with her nan and granddad. Obviously, her granddad isn't with us anymore. Um, so she always likes to celebrate New Year. So I actually wanted to go to bed, but Kim was a bit like, oh no, please, you know, please stay up, just stay up. And I was like, right, okay. You know, it, it means a lot more to you than it does to me, but I'm happy to stay up. We sat on the couch, right? This is how I saw 2021 in. I was sat on the couch, reclined, and I watched that, uh, the the fireworks and the, and the countdown of Big Ben and all that. And it was that uh, drone show. And, and the drone show was just, 
I, I didn't really know what to make of it. It was just kind of like a, it was a drone show of 2020. And yeah. I was like, why do I want to be reminded about what happened in 2020? <laughs> and what, then, what did it, sh- what did it show? And then, what, have you not seen that clip? It showed of that? like, you know, and it, it had Captain Tom. Yeah, fair play. But he wouldn't have seen it because he's in the Barbados. <laughs> what was he, 50 um, now? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video of that old guy dancing with his crutches? <laughs> and it says, Captain Tom in Barbados. <laughs> um, okay. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, so I watched that and I was a bit like, oh, and I'm, this is absolutely no word of a lie, right? I clicked channel up on my Sky Remote and as I did, it went onto the news and it said, 50,000 new cases and 500 dead. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, how? You know, we're not even a minute into 2021. And yeah. then I flicked channel up again and it said something like, uh, family of four die in car crash. Oh. Flicked up again and it was on hot fuzz. And I thought, all oh, right, you know, I'll just watch five minutes this. And it was the bit where the thing falls from the church and crushes that guy's head. <laughs> I just turned the TV off. Just turned the TV off, just said to Kim, that, that's that's it. That, yeah. that, that's it. I was like, how how can there not be like good stuff? Because did you see that Alicia Keys sang, sang us into the new year? I, did I you hear about watch- that? I didn't watch anything on the telly. I watched a bit of I watched a bit of the Alicia Keys thing. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love Alicia Keys and she's got an unbelievable voice. But she was going, New York. <laughs> and I was just a bit like, eh, we can't go anywhere. You know, she should be singing lockdown. I'd have been like, yeah, sing it, Alicia. Give it to me. What I did see was that BBC news presenter who said, and now we're gonna have a look at some of the highlights of 2020. And then he just went, as you can imagine, there's none. And then he just moves straight on. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah, um, well. But here we are, lockdown 3.0. I mean, we can't even do the podcast face-to-face. It's that serious. So, I mean, I was trying to think. Obviously, we've, we've, we're into our movies, aren't we? But um, yeah, there's not many third films like every every time they do a third film it tends tends to be the worst one doesn't it yeah yeah usually yeah like hangover three I mean, you've got is pretty... hangover three is up there with with the worst ones I, I tell you what though lord of the rings three is one of the best so yeah but you know that's is, hope, that, lo- is that a sequel or a trilogy why what are you no lord of the rings return of the king is the third film yeah but it's not a sequel is it it's like they Why knew are you they were making sequel? three films. Do you know what I mean? They knew they were making three films with Lord of the Rings. Oh, do you mean where they just kind of randomly, just really late notice, said they weren't going to make in. the film yeah. one day, and then the next day they ended up making it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, um, so Return of the Jedi, that was always on the cards they were going to make that, so you can't include that because that's a decent So do you mean like the Santa Claus 3, the yeah. Escape Clause? I, I don't even think I've watched that. Yeah, Back to the Future 3 is definitely the worst as well. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Toy Story 3. No, no, that's That's a different different gravy. That is an exception to the rule. There's one... um, Go on. No, I'm just going to say, like, Lockdown 3.0 is just going to be the worst, the worst of the worst. Like, I just don't know where to start with it. I just, honestly, I just didn't... I'd like to think 
I would like to say that I didn't think it was going to happen, but it's, sorry, can I just can I just interrupt? Is it are we are we ranting now? Is this is are we no, in no. there? Well, I'm not onto the main. Are, are you just are you just you just talking normally? Yeah. 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 Okay. Sweet. Alter your tone, then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I just you wouldn't have thought that would be in our third lockdown. Um, but then again, with this government, would you be would you be surprised? Have at any point they've done anything that's made you go, oh, yeah, that's the right thing to do? When they cancelled the daily updates, <laughs> when when they just stopped, when they just stopped, I was like, give me give me pointless and tipping point back, you complete arseholes. <laughs> uh, you know, play. I, I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the squashing of the curve. I want to see some lateral movement from Ben Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, lockdown three is going to be, I think, the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The only thing harder than lockdown three is my nipples in school at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what, With all the windows the and ventilation. doors open. Honestly, oh I, feel, I feel like I'm smuggling bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is going to be, an, it's just going to be a nightmare. Like, oh, I've just, I, I think I'm even too tired, too deflated to do the rant. But I was thinking before. Oh. <laughs> what? Is that? Just teasing the crowd. <laughs> hey guys, I think I might be too tired, too, 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 too deflated to do the run. But uh, wait, might be powering up. Just wait. <laughs> no, but what I was going to ask, like, if if you know how you used to play that game when you were in school, where it was like, would you do that for a million quid? Yeah, yeah. Where it'd be like, would you eat something for a million quid? Like, what yeah. would you do to basically get rid of Rona now? Just to, just to, if, just if someone to said like. You know, like in um, the first episode of Black Mirror, where... Um, oh, the, does he have sex with a, an animal or something? Yeah, he has, he has to do stuff to a pig. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah, like that. So... I've already slept with my ex-mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how far would you get... If someone said to you, right, you've got to... Um, no, but the classic one... Do you, know, do you not remember? The classic one at school was, would you eat a piece of dog poo? That was the one. It's like for 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 a hundred quid, would you eat a piece of dog poo? And then you know, was a dog? when you're a kid, a hundred quid, hundred quid is is massive money when you're a kid. So I was I was chowing down all day. Never got the hundred quid, man. One day for hundred quid. If someone genuinely said to you though, eat that piece of dog poo, and um, every everyone gets vaccinated, we're back to normal. Would you do it? Oh, Lee. Honestly, I'd, I'd have an all-you-can-eat dog poo buffet. <laughs> <laughs> shit, dog shit sandwich. <laughs> Honestly, footlong. it would be... A I'd, 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 I'd say, can I, have a, can I have a large plate of dog poo with some dog poo on the side? <laughs> just, to, just to make sure it was completely gone. There's not really much that... Um, there's not really much that I wouldn't do. The one thing that... <laughs> I genuinely... The Where's your limit then? What's your limit? What What would you not do to solve the crisis? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. I, I'm a man of the people, and it, you know, I, I'm willing to do whatever needs to be done. Yeah, but um, your life would be ruined because, like, let's say it was, 
let's say we take that example from Black Mirror, right? And you had to, you know, obviously fornicate with a pig. <laughs> yeah, which is My weird. Whole because... 2008. Yeah, which. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because didn't that episode come out and then literally a week later the, the story broke about David Cameron doing stuff to a pig's head? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where's he, I mean, by the way, David Cameron? What's he doing? He's with Captain Tom in Barbados, him. <laughs> um, you know, it, no, but I get, I get what you mean. It, 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 it's, the, it's the question that, you know... It, it, I would be willing to do a lot of things. It's it's one of them. The one good thing that I'm taking, well, I'll say one good thing. The one thing I'm taking, um, and I've said it before, was when we, when obviously it got announced last night, I put a post in the Facebook group um, saying, after after what's been said tonight, who's ready for the new podcast episode? Yeah. And it, there were so many just brilliant comments. Not, Obviously, they were just literally like, me, yes, definitely, no. <laughs> um, delete, delete. Um, and, you know, it, and that that genuinely gives me such a buzz because that's what's keeping me going. It's, I, I cannot imagine what, you know, certain people are going through and everyone's going through their own kind of um, struggles and battles and whatever it may be, but... If we can, like you said before, if we can sit here, have a bit of crack, dissect the situation in 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 the two Mister P's way, then if that helps just one person, I, I'm yeah. buzzing with that. Serious. Well, it's like we did a bit of market research, didn't we? Because like like well, before the lockdown happened, we'd had the conversation saying, you know, do you think do you think people are struggling to find time to listen to episodes that are two hours long? Would it be better to do it maybe weekly, but maybe cut it a little bit shorter? And it was like, well, let's put it out on the group and see, see which people prefer. And most people said like weekly episodes, um, which, which was fine, but they're all like, yeah, but only if you can do it, only if it's, you know, it fits in with what you're doing. And I think people don't realize that doing this podcast actually helps us just as much as everyone else. Like it gives us a bit of uh, something to look forward to, something to sort of, you know, vent for me. I get to rant. You get to, you know, talk about eating shit. It's just... Laugh at myself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, for as, as best we can, we're going to look at doing weekly episodes for the foreseeable, aren't we? Um, I don't know how long, how long yeah, it'll yeah. be. Uh, I just thought with, with you know how busy everyone was i mean it, i think people are going to even be, be even busier at the minute but um yeah we'll 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 just see how we get on see how we get on we'll just go for it right should we just get into the rant should we start with L1? look out look out you are jumping at the bit the boy <laughs> right we'll play play the so, jingle adam shall we adam shall we uh, should we should we do it should we do it <laughs> <laughs> right i'll play yeah, the jingle it, I want to rent. Rant. 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 Tell me not to rent. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rent, I say no. No. No, no, no. 
Right, so strap yourselves in, guys. I've not even prepared this. Do you know what? As an episode, normally I'd st- we don't plan the episodes, but we at least get a little bit of sort of structure. But I'm one day in to homeschooling my kids again, and it's been it's been the worst day of 2021 so far. It's been a nightmare. It doesn't help that my wife's got a migraine, so she's been uh, bedridden all day because she gets some really bad. Does she have a migraine now? <laughs> Does she? What's the evidence? What's the evidence? But no, um, God. All, all I can start by saying is that this government, they're just, they're just like, honestly, they are just absolute idiot. Like, do you remember, do you remember, I'm going to say it now, but this government, I'm going to make a, a sweeping statement here. This government do not care about teachers, right? Do you know, like, Hurricane Katrina a few years ago when um, the yeah. big fundraiser and Mike Myers was stood there with Kanye West and they're like, yeah. you want to donate? And then it goes to Kanye and he's like, George Bush does not care about black people. It's like, this government do not care about teachers. Just, uh, where do you start? I mean, it was literally three weeks ago. Three weeks ago when the government were threatening to sue schools for wanting to close early. So the DfE were threatening to sue Greenwich Council for closing early, right? The, it's been 10 days since they started going on about the mass testing, which in itself was an absolute... Uh, I mean, there was no thought process behind it. It was two days before schools were closing, if that, or was it just one day? I think it was one day, wasn't it? it? Was, yeah, it was close to the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was this case of, right, teachers, or secondary especially, over Christmas holidays, try and relax, but also in the back of your mind, think about how you're going to have to mass test thousands of children uh, without having the resources or having the people power to do it. It was just an absolute disgrace. It's them being, what, three, four days since Williamson came out and promised that there was going to be no further closures. And then 48 hours since Boris sat there on the Andrew Marr show and bareface lied again to say, now nah, schools are safe. Schools are fine. Don't worry about it. And, and, and let me, can I just cut in there? Because oh. I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to drop my Boris too early you know, shoot my Boris load too early. Go on. But on Andrew Marr, see, this is what's mental. I got up and watched Andrew Marr. I mean, who am I? <laughs> right? And there was a there was a bit where he, Andrew, and I don't mind Andrew Marr, to be fair. I, yeah. You know, I think he, I think he does kind of, you know, cut to the chase. Uh, and I he, think um, he picks, for me, he picks and chooses who he's going to have a go at. Like he doesn't, he never puts certain people under as much scrutiny as he does others. But, yeah, that's fair. But anyway, he was going. He was going. I don't really know that because it's the first time I've ever watched it, really. <laughs> but he, he, he was going to Boris, and he said about schools. And th- this, he said, these, these are the words, kind of not word for word, but this is pretty much what Boris Johnson said. He was just like, uh, the uh, no, he said he's, Andrew Marr was like, what do you say to parents who? don't know whether to send their children in tomorrow on Monday the 4th of January. What what advice do you have for the parents, right? And Boris Johnson turned around and was like, uh, well, the one thing I would say is that schools are safe 
<laughs> uh, primary schools are safe and children are safe in primary schools, but we just need to figure out a way to make sure that the, the, the new variant can't keep spreading around classrooms and schools. <laughs> I sat there. I sat there for a minute. I just honestly was like, this guy's thicker than me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, he knows he can get away with it. This is the thing. No, it, it, what annoys me the most is there's no one to hold them accountable. Like, they are getting away. They've got blood on their hands with everything that they've done, every decision they've made. And I know they were never going to get it all right, but you'd think they'd get something right. The fact that the only thing they've done during this whole pandemic that has made us think that's the right thing to do was cancelling daily briefings. Just speaks volumes. It just... And the utter disdain they have for teachers is, is unbelievable, especially the press as well. Like, the mainstream media, it, it's, it's disgraceful. You know, every headline, teachers don't want to go back to school, teachers refusing to go back to school. No, we weren't... What people didn't understand, and I made a little video which went quite big, to be fair... Um, was basically saying all teachers want is to be safe we want to be in school you know the the prospect of having six weeks now where the majority of children aren't in school i hate the idea of it i hate the fact that my children aren't going to school i hate the idea of it. I, teachers want to be in school and teaching staff by the way because i don't want anyone else coming on saying stop just saying teachers we include I make that point as well because that's annoyed me. When I say teachers, I mean everyone. I, everyone takes a role of teaching in some way, shape, shape or form. Yes, you might not have the label of a teacher. You might be teaching assistant. You might be support staff. But in, in my eyes, you are a teacher. So when I reference teachers, that's what I mean. The whole school community, the whole school staff. Um, but yeah, teachers just want to be safe. Teaching school staff, they just want to be safe, but they want to be in school. And what people don't realise is that when school, well, first of all, schools don't close. That's the biggest thing that winds me up. The amount of people are, teachers are on a, on a on another good one. You know, you've just had two weeks off. Now you're going to get another six weeks. We're not because we'll be in school. We've got to be there to look after the key worker children, vulnerable children. So, you know, teachers are still going to be in school. Teaching I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there as well, just at that point. I I'm of the belief that, it's much harder yeah. to be a teacher with some children off, some vulnerable and and stuff in, key worker and vulnerable in, with most off, doing online learning. It's harder for a teacher. The amount of stuff they have to differentiate, sort. And I'll tell you what, just, can we just highlight, I know it's mid-rant, but can we highlight my vocab this app so far? <laughs> it's been... Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like... A whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Absolutely <laughs> banging, on it? It's been sick. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, it, I find, I'm finding work, I mean, I've only been in two days, but I'm finding work well harder and I want 
Like you said, I want the children there. I want to see yeah. the children. I want to have bants with the kids. You know, that's what that's what I'm all about. And, and to teach bants. them, of course, as well. Yeah. You are? I was saying, and you want to teach them as well. You're like, oh, what? It's just the kids there for bants. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kick them out. That's it. No, but I mean, this is what no one understands is A, schools don't close. It just means the majority of children are learning from home. So teachers are still in school. And B, it is so much harder. It is so much more hard work. It's not People just think that teachers now for the next six weeks are sat there furloughed. You know, I'm sure a lot of teachers would prefer to be furloughed than have to take on the massive obstacle of what the next few weeks are going to bring because it's not like it was the first time round. The first time round, it was there was a novelty to it. There was this sort of like, oh, it's a few weeks, just do what you can. The DfE have published guidance to say now you've got to be providing high-quality remote learning, and that's been a steep learning curve for a lot of teachers and teaching staff. And so we're just trying to have to juggle all these balls while also being pelted by just like tomatoes from the crowd of the general general public who just don't have a clue. And this is what really frustrates me. And I know it's not everyone because there's so many people out there that support teachers that do understand. But where is this disdain for teachers come from? Where is this hatred from the general public, and I know it might only be a small group, where has it come from? Like, what have teachers done? Because in my 13-year teaching career, I can't think of anything really where you could go, oh, yeah, teachers have done it it wrong there. They've not done, you know, teachers have always just done the best that they can do. Yeah, over the past few years, just the general view towards teachers has become so toxic and I don't know whether it's the media. Maybe it is the media. I don't think the government help. I think the government don't care about teachers because I think they see teachers as mostly left wing. Um, so they're just like, well, they're not gonna, never going to vote for us. So we're not even going to bother looking after them because all the, all the conversation has ever been is about children, which, yeah, well, schools should be open because children don't get ill from the virus. Yeah, but you never go into a school and it's just children. You don't walk through the corridors and children are just there teaching themselves. There are adults in that situation as well. And we're not cannon fodder. We shouldn't, you know, we, we, we shouldn't be used as this expendable sort of, oh, if, if a few teachers die in the process, you know, may the gods be in your favour. It's not right. It's not fair. And, you know, I thought in one, in one respect, what the unions did where they were like, you've got to stand up and you've got to write and say that you don't want to go in school is fine. But don't do it to your head teacher because they're they're just as they're none the wiser anyway. And I really feel out of everyone that the heads, my hat goes off to them because honestly, how they're having to deal with it. Because I know that head, being a head teacher can be quite a lonely job a lot of the time. You know, you're the one who's having to overlook everything, make those final decisions, and it can be quite tough and it can be quite lonely. And I know we do the diabolical leader of the week and they're just few and far between. I know the majority of leaders out there are unbelievable, heart in the right place, doing everything in their power for the, for the children in their care. But they have been let down massively by this government. Just, you know, there was a funny sort of tweet where someone tweeted and they were like, um, so does anyone actually know what we're supposed to be doing? And then someone replied to the tweet saying, 
yeah, just get in touch with your head teacher. And he replied going, I am the head teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this brilliant. is what I feel sorry for. So I get what the unions were saying by take, taking a stand and saying, if we don't think it's safe, we're not going to go in. That's, that's absolutely fine. But then don't, you know, don't put the head teacher in the middle of it when ultimately they, they're none the wiser and they don't really make, do they make that decision? I, I, I mean, I know a lot of schools didn't open yesterday because so many staff, but I just feel sorry for head teachers because they seem to be the people in the middle that take the most amount of crap. And we just got to hold them. You know, Gavin Williamson is just an utter, utter embarrassment. He's an absolute joke artist. And what do, who do people keep referring to him in the group as? Uh, is it Frank Spencer, is it? Frank Spencer, yeah. Um, I don't actually know who that is. Yeah, I, I, I'm just very frustrated by it. I'm just very, very... You couldn't I, tell. Yeah. I mean, I've just had to get that off, the, off my chest. And, you know, like I said, I put that little video out there where I just basically said, as a teacher, and I think I speak on behalf of teachers, we just want it to be safe. We just want, you know, it's going to be harder work. But if it means, you know, and, and there's no consideration about how many teachers are out there who are having to then do all the remote learning, be in school with vulnerable children, but then also homeschool their own children, which, by the way, <laughs> I, uh, six weeks of it. I, uh, and, and, you know, I, I was quite conflicted because I thought, I know schools are the best place for the kids uh, and the prospect of having to do the homeschooling again for the next however many weeks fills me with so much dread. But ultimately, if it means that we can reduce the amount of infections and save people's lives, it is a no-brainer. The thing that tops it off for me and just completely, I just cannot get my head around, why not make the decision on Sunday night? Why did the government allow three million children to go into school and mix? Yes, they might be asymptomatic, but how many people are then going to get the infection, especially this new variant or whatever it is, from that one day, which can could have been completely and utterly, uh, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of here? Avoided. Avoided. Yeah, it, it didn't need to happen. If you were planning on... Uh, this is what I don't understand. Why, why have you just made it 10 times worse? Why not have said on Sunday, whether it was Andrew Marr, and just said... Yeah, we're, we're thinking of closing the school and then just close it on the Sunday night. You know, this is, I think this is, I think I completely, completely agree with everything that you're saying. And I, I, I for a re- very rare uh, occurrence, watched that video that you're talking about and uh, the one that you posted. Oh, yeah. The kind of, uh, teachers want to be in school. And, and to be fair to you, you know, I can't stand you, but it was bang on. <laughs> um, but the, I think the scariest thing, and, and this is what's funny is, I'm, you know, when we started this podcast, whenever you brought up politics, I, I, it was completely over my head. It's still completely over my head. But I think the scariest thing, especially if people are listening to this who are just kind of, you know, happy-go-lucky, like me, follow who your dad votes for, your mum votes for, and just go for it. The scary thing for me is that the absolutely horrendous leadership and decisions from the government, every time it happens, there's now no surprise. It's like, you know, when it first happened, it was like, I can't believe Boris has just done that. 
when he when he when it was like, oh, Boris is coming on at eight, pushing EastEnders back, you gimp, Boris. <laughs> it was like I sat there with Kim and said, he's going to shut the schools. You know, even before it happened, I was like, he's going to shut the schools. Why didn't he do it on Sunday? And then I thought, well, of course he didn't do it Sunday. That would have been a relatively <laughs> sensible decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, this is the thing, like, people keep tweeting stuff like, why is no one outraged that, you know, na- the Nightingale hospitals, all the money that was poured into them and they're not being used because, you know, you can't get the staff because they've all done one because of Brexit or whatever. And it's like, well, we're just used to it now. This is what we expect. We, you know... I hate to say it, you vote for a you vote for a clown and you get a circus. We just seem to have voted for like the worst clown in the world. What's he called? What was that? Was it John Wayne Gacy? You know who he is? Oh, what the murderous clown. <laughs> no, the uh the, yeah, he was a serial killer. Anyone who listens to true crime podcasts, that's a niche little reference there. That's the thing but though, isn't it? He used if to dress up as a clown. A, if you're gonna hire a clown. At least get one that can juggle and unicycle. Ours <laughs> can't even do that. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Um, but we'll get through it. We'll, we'll get through it. And I think what we've got to make sure we do is stop the sort of blame game. Stop blaming teachers. Teachers have had absolutely no say in this at all. All teachers have wanted to do is stay safe through all of it. And it is tough. I think it's tough for a lot of teachers realising the amount of messages I've had from teachers who are saying, I'm just at breaking point. I can't deal with this constant negativity towards teachers, this constant undermining. You know, at the same time, we recognise as teachers and staff how difficult it's going to be for parents, you know, um, and we've just got to come together and we've got to do our best over the next few weeks to ensure uh, a sort of safe and loving environment for the children, whether that be the ones who do come into school, if they are vulnerable key worker children, or they are learning from home. And there are plenty of resources out there that can help. Um, I will mention, because you don't need to reinvent the wheel with this, by the way. This is the other thing. You know, you don't want to be... There's some great resources out there that you can use for th- for free, um, at least to get yourselves up and running and get, get going with it. I mean, I'm a massive advocate of Seesaw. I mean, there's plenty of tutorials on my website for that. But, um, you know, like the Oak National Academy, I don't know if you've seen that website. Are you familiar with that, Adam? I have heard of that, yeah. So that was like, um, it was a project during the first lockdown where a load of teachers uh, had just put together all these lesson plans. I think there's over 10,000 lessons on there. Um, And it's like a video. It'll be a video that the children can watch alongside some work that they can then do. So my kids have been doing that today. And, you know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. If, if, if it's there for you to use, just get going with that at least this week so you can get your head around everything if you are a, a sort of teacher listening to this. But, you know, we will try and um, bring a bit of light relief, even though that was probably, what, 15 minutes of just ranting. But I hope everyone's just sat there going, yeah, yeah. Because what's, what's funny is the amount of people... <laughs> It's the amount of people who go like, he's the voice. He's the, get him in a Z-Sec. He's the voice of education, which I feel very... Um, in fact, someone someone tagged me in a tweet to be on... Um, oh, what was it? Some Question time. Is it Jeremy? Not Jeremy Hunt. What's the other guy? Oh, uh, Jeremy Kyle. No, no, not him. Is it Jeremy Hunt? <laughs> you billick! Ain't Jeremy Hunt the MP? Oh, do you mean... Um... Jeremy Vine. Jeremy Vine, that's the one. Because he tweeted out, like, he want to speak to teachers and a couple of people like, you need to speak to this guy. 
It never got, <laughs> it never got in touch. But it's nice to know people. Uh, people do sort of um, value. No, I, 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 listen. What, what what you say? Even though you've got to stop moving around because the mic keeps going up and down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what you say is absolutely right. I mean, I, you know, I'm not an advocate for your rants. They do mind nothing. Um, but everything that you've said that if you are a teacher and support staff and school staff in general i'm hoping that they're not all going yes <laughs> like you said yes that'd make me feel really uncomfortable a nation what? of teachers listening to the two mr p's like yes <laughs> um but no i think everyone will appreciate the fact and i think everyone's everyone Teachers and school staff are very much singing from the same hymn sheet, aren't they? We're hooking out some serious sayings here. <laughs> I, you, you did one. But you don't have to reinvent the wheel. That's the first I've ever heard of that. You never heard of that, reinvent the wheel? That's a classic teacher phrase. You say that to everyone. You know, there's so many resources out there. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. I just say there's so many resources out there. Don't be pathetic. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, rant over. Let's get into some other features. So... First of all, I think we should get some light relief, and I think you're going to lead us in with some uh, disgusting things. Is that right? I am indeedy. Right, well, just before we do that, let's get a word from this week's sponsor. And this week, we are delighted to be once again sponsored by Picture News. I Seriously, I love Picture News. Our school's been using Picture News, and it is absolutely top draw. Well, they are making a fabulous effort again to support teachers and schools at this time, offering their weekly packs free of charge until February half term. Every Friday morning, you will receive a new pack focusing on a current news story, a poster with an interesting image, an open-ended question, teaching ideas, virtual assemblies that can be watched in school or at home, follow-up ideas, and so much more. They've also brought their home learning pack, which includes cross-curricular links and two editable resources that can be used. To register, just contact them through the Picture News website or their Facebook page and quote, Mr. P. Teach. Oh, my God, that's... Disgusting! Oh, proper! Disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes? Right, okay, so this week's Disgusting Things. And these are, are these a few leftovers from the old Christmas Live app. Yeah, these are a few skids on the toilet seat of disgusting things. Um, these were these were uh, these were the ones that I had ready for the live at, but got too levered to say. <laughs> um, so, uh, one little boy actually bit another little boy's willy while standing next to him at the urinal. How'd you do that? Stood up. <laughs> Where's the blanket gone to that biggie? <laughs> um, oh, the, 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 some of these, I mean, this is the thing, right? Before I carry on, this is why I feel like people need the pod is because there has been a rant. It's been a tough week, but this, this makes you realize what an unbelievable job each and every one of you is doing because we once had a child poo on the toilet seat, spread it everywhere, <laughs> then leave the cubicle. Only for another child to come in and skid in it. <laughs> Torval and Dean. <laughs> Dancing on ice. Dancing on shite. 
this is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, once I was sat talking to a child at lunchtime. As he was talking, a piece of the bread he was <laughs> chewing flew out of his mouth and, la- <laughs> and landed on my bottom lip. That does make my stomach do a little funny turn. Depends if it's Warburton's toasty. What a oh, bread. If a child's absolutely scranning it. And then I had a child in nursery sat a foot away from me on the carpet, sneezed, and a green gribber landed on my lip. <laughs> green now, what? Well, she's put grib, griber, griber, greber, G-R-E-B-E-R. What is it? Greber. I've never heard that. I mean, so basically, I'll read it again with what I would have said. Right, go on. I had a child in nursery sat a foot away from me on the carpet, sneezed, and a massive Russell Crowe landed on my lip. (laughs) 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 That's worse than the bread. 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 A bit of jelly. That's worse. (laughs) This is, this is my favourite, and this is going to end the disgusting things. And, right. and... <laughs> do you know, do you, all I want you to do for this next one is just shut your eyes. Not if you're driving and listening. Please, <laughs> please, God, no. But just shut your eyes and listen to this. I lifted a child onto the toilet seat. I was talking to them, and the child was sick in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that is my favourite. It's up uh, there in my favourite discussion thing. Because you think about that. Uh, I mean, what, what are like, you saying? Like, you okay there, little Jimmy? What? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Depends what he was doing on the toilet as well. <laughs> oh, that is... And then he squeezed out his poo and a little bit landed on my bottom lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those disgusting things those disgusting times eh? I don't those disgusting got... things have been brought to you by Andrex <laughs> yeah um, I've got a disgusting thing actually um, here we go this was one that didn't didn't quite fit into the Christmas live app um, during the key stage one nativity during my NQT year always an NQT a boy in my year two class wet himself on stage in the middle of the performance another boy in my class, proceeded to splash his hands in the puddle as though he was playing in the water tray. (laughs) I then had a few years of coordinating early year nativities without too many mishaps until the one year the shepherd's projectile vomited in the middle of the performance. Like true professionals, we carried on. My nursery nurse scooped him up and took him out. My TA cleaned it up while I carried on madly directing the children to keep on singing and smiling. You can't beat it, can you? (laughs) Yeah, for a kid to just be splashing. <laughs> what a oh. play. Oh, dream stuff. Like that blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get into our next feature then. Monday morning, jumped out of bed and put on my Ugg boots. I got in the car, I'm ten minutes late to get to the school gate. Sign in reception, my heart's in my hand. To ask you a question 
Cause I know that you've got nothing to do Can I be weird and inappropriate now? Say yes, say yes, I'll, I'll try to be fast It's gonna make you squirm and uncomfortable now But don't worry Cause it'll feature on the podcast Parents can be so rude Teachers are human too Right, okay, this one is is up there as probably one of the most weird requests from a parent. And I can't actually get my head around how the parent thought it was okay. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, just, I mean, it's nothing I... like, it's not rude or anything. It's just, you just never do, you would never do this, right? <laughs> it's not, you say it's not rude. It's not rude, it's just random, just really random. All right. So midway through teaching my Key Stage 1 class, an email notification popped up in the corner of my screen. It was an email from a parent. As I was teaching, it needed to wait. There's your professional um, element going in there. Well played. It was midway through the afternoon, so not long to go until the class was dismissed. About five minutes later, another email, which when read later, read as, did you get my email? Again, I was teaching and couldn't open it and reply. Five minutes later, the receptionist comes into class telling me this parent had called to say they emailed and had no response and had called to speak to me. I let the receptionist know that I had the emails and would respond when I'm not teaching as I had no (laughs) one to cover my class to deal with it right now and was midway through a lesson. I thought you were going to say... Um, when the, when the receptionist came in and was like, uh, you know, this, this parents emailed, yes, I know, but I am bloody teaching. <laughs> I'm trying to teach. Uh, imagine if it was an observation as well; I'd only make it worse. Um, at this point, I'm thinking it must be something really serious. Their child was after school was at after school club that day, so I had time before they went home to respond. So as soon as the child was dismissed. Uh, or as soon as the children were dismissed, I looked at the emails expecting something urgent. (laughs) Guess what? I I would give you a million quid if you could guess what the parent requested. Can I not just eat dog poo instead? (laughs) Right. Um, What the parent requested? Uh, Did she request... um, Oh, God. So you couldn't believe it. Was it something to do with a pet? No, no. All oh, right, no, I'm nowhere then. They wanted to know if I would pick up something for their business during the weekend, not because of an emergency, just because I happened to live near her and it would save them having to go. <laughs> you are joking. So... um Miss, would you be able to just <laughs> run an errand over the weekend? Just go and pick something up for us. I mean, listen, I know a lot of parents just see us as glorified babysitters. I get that. But turning us into Hermes drivers <laughs> is another. Oh, it tickled me so much, this. Just the audacity. Um Really, really important. Can you go? Not because of an emergency, just because I happen to live near her and it would save them having to go. Not quite the emergency I was expecting. I was a bit gobsmacked by the request. I'd never had a parent badger me during teaching hours to do a personal errand for them. 
But as I was visiting my mum anyway that weekend, I politely said that I was away. <laughs> Why? Just go, uh, no, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> um, oh, God. That, so politely said that I was away this weekend and I would not be able to run the errand for them, to which they responded that they were happy for me to do it on the bank holiday Monday when I got back. <laughs> I don't quite know when this became part of my job, but needless to say, I politely declined as I had prep to do to teach their child. This parent had also grilled me at parents' evening wanting evidence that I provided enough work for their child, but apparently I could take a step back from that to do personal tasks for them. <laughs> Said parent was most frustrated that I wouldn't spend bank holiday collecting things for their business and wouldn't talk to me after that. <laughs> that is that is insane. The thing, the, the one gutting thing about a great story yeah. is what was it? <laughs> yeah. Do you what know what I mean? It? What was it? What I'm was going it? sex swing. <laughs> Has to be. I, I would I would go for something completely random like what was it that um you went to the post office and the guy in front of you was sending... Oh, when, yeah, when I went to post some mugs and then the guy was like, the, the guy looked a bit shifty and the woman was like, what's in the parcel, sir? And he was like, looking around, he was like, horse hair. <laughs> I reckon it'd be something like that, something just completely and utterly There's no random. way, there's no way they're asking, they're asking a teacher to pick up some horse hair. But something like, something like a... A, a horseshoe or yeah. a um, a saddle. <laughs> oh, that it just tickled me. It just really, really tickled me. Right, I've got another one. Um, this, this, I think this has <laughs> happened to me. To be fair, in my second year of teaching, I was driving home from work after a particularly long day. I had to stop at some temporary traffic lights. After waiting for ages, the lights finally turned green, and I began to pull away. But no sooner as I had began begin to press the accelerator a huge four by four suddenly appeared coming the other way. Annoyed that I'd been waiting ages already and this car had clearly jumped a red light, I did something I don't normally do. I'm more of a curse out loud driver and stuck up my middle finger. As the car got closer, close enough for me to see the driver so they must have been able to see me, I realised it was the parent of a boy in my class. <laughs> I hastily tried to turn my middle finger salute into a wave. <laughs> it would have looked so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done a one one finger salute. <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> um, funnily enough, she didn't wave back. <laughs> I was absolutely mortified. And as I was new to teaching, I was also terrified that she'd tell my head and I would lose my job. Thankfully, we both kept quiet about the matter, but I still can't look at her in the eye. Oh, brilliant. Good another, another quick one. Another quick one. Worst ever was the parent who told me her son had forgotten his dinner money. She reached down her cleavage into her bra. <laughs> Felt around for a moment and then handed me warm coins. This gay oh, man is still no. traumatised nearly 20 years later. <laughs> warm bap coins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I found, uh, I found something brilliant the other day. 
Right. So, you know, I've been asking people for like the funniest rumors at school. Yeah. Right. So, um, someone then messaged me a link to a Reddit thread. I need to just get it up. Are you, have you ever used Reddit? Not really, no. It is a tre- treasure tr- trove of some f- amazing sort of stories. So it's this discussion board, and it sort of said, I've never really used Reddit. I've never come... I know one of my mates is quite into it, right? But some of these stories... And I think we're going to need to get a jingle at some point. I don't know if we're going to have to wait until we can be together, but we need a jingle for rumours, because this one's... Did we not do, did we not do one? I don't think we did one for rumours. Should we set? Should we set someone that because that 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 girl who did the uh, did uh, the other yeah. Mister Pete's jokes was unreal. Yeah, right. Teachers of Reddit, what's the funniest rumor you've heard about one of your students? Now, uh, this is uh, this is going to have to come with a bit of a warning because some of these stories are quite um, risque, dark. Yeah, yeah, very adult, should we say? Right, I taught music at the Boys and Girls Club for years and the worst rumours were the ones that came from students and you knew that, and you knew couldn't be true. But the delivery was just too damn elegant to ignore. There was this kid that some, simply could not be contained. He was in the fifth grade, and a lot of them are American as well, so, and would roll in day after day and never shut up. He was more like a crass version of that kid in role models, if that is even possible. So anyway, he had this thing where he would just raise his hand and if he had something relevant to say and he would just start telling a totally unrelated story and you could not stop him. I mean, we all know kids like that. So he proceeds to tell us about this kid that was absent. He claimed that the kid had gotten into a fight and was pretty messed up, so he skipped school. Best of all was the reason for the fight. Apparently, the kid was gay. But in this room of asshole kids, none of them had a problem with the gay part. The part that everyone took issue with, with was the fact he had no gay skills. And I quote, kid, man, he gay, but he don't know what he's doing. You can't just be chewing on balls, man. I ain't gay, but I know that much. Me. Okay, let's go ahead and end this conversation and get back to some music. Kid, I'm just telling you, he was doing some nasty shit with his boyfriend and he started chewing on balls like Pac-Man... <laughs> Like Pac-Man or some shit. All like, um, 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 um. (laughs) So he got beat. Me. Okay, then. So one of the assistants heard this and relayed the story to some of the teachers and staff. And then we're sitting in a meeting one day and discussing the progress of the kids. (laughs) One of the staff said, so so how's Pac-Man progressing? And from that point, he was known as (laughs) Pac-Man. Oh, my God. Really, really. This one, again, is quite disgusting, but (laughs) this made me really laugh. Right. (laughs) Some of the students started a rumour that a kid was involved in a circle jerk. (laughs) Right. Do you know what a circle jerk is? I heard rumours about this when I was in school years ago. You know, you might also know it as Soggy Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I do. Yeah. No, obviously never parts t- t- talk, but... <laughs> <laughs> One doth protest too much. No, right. <laughs> Some of my students... <laughs> this just really tickled me. <clears throat> Some of my students started a rumour that a kid involved in a... It wasn't... It's not the story, it's the reply to it. Allegedly, at the end of it, another person partaking 
<laughs> obviously did did the business on the kid's face. They called him Squirt all the way through high school, right? But then someone's reply going, Noggin, <laughs> dude, <laughs> totally. Well, you well. totally got it, Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> you totally rocked, Noggins. Rock, dude. Uh, the EAC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I went to a really small private high school. One year, we had this really snobby guy transfer to our school from one of the local public schools in the area. He wasted no time in finding someone to pick on and picked on the, on the poor guy every day. Let's call him Steve. One day, Steve had, to, had put up with enough and snapped during lunch. He proceeded to, minor language, shit in a Walmart bag, walk up to the... <laughs> Yeah. walk up to the bully's table, swing it around <laughs> like a sling and slam it down on the table like Thor's hammer. Shit splattered everywhere. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Will be burned in my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> Just, that's what I've never heard of that as a way of dealing with a bully. <laughs> right, you'll like this one. There was a student at my school who was nicknamed Hot Hand Scotty. Why do you think he was called Hot Hand Scotty? Uh, because <laughs> he, uh, he used to wear oven mitts to school. Oh. There was a student at my school who was nicknamed Hot Hand Scotty for repeatedly being caught masturbating at school. He just couldn't <laughs> quit. <laughs> and then someone replied underneath going, class debating. <laughs> and then we had a math a math debater he only did it in math class behind the textbook (laughs) and then someone just put we had a teacher in our school with last name Bates we used to make sure we called him master (laughs) that made me laugh pretty hard mainly because the name Hot Hand Scotty sounds badass out of context (laughs) I could just I can just imagine this Scottish immigrant coming to the US during the Wild West days and becoming a cowboy. He's pretty quick with a pistol, so they all call him Hot Hand Scotty. But no, it's just a kid who can't quit jacking up in school. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if... um, Oh, God. If if you are needing a bit of a pick-up, just just head to those Reddit boards about rumours back in the day because whoever sent me that, thank you so much because that has just whew, given me a right good, uh, a right good giggle. Uh, right, so uh, what are we going to finish on? Uh, feature or story? Well, it's up to you. Have you got a, you've said you've got a story, haven't you? I have got a little story which I think people appreciate, yeah? Well, should we finish with a story? Go on then. Right, so... I've been I've been holding on to this, and I I think my my plan was to 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 say it in the live app, right. but um, let's just face it, Jameson's got in got, the way. I got too pished, <laughs> um, but yeah. So basically, I know we've had bants on the pod for ages about like me taking the mic out of you for getting recognised and how much you love it and stuff like that, and then I was saying that you know I, I love I would love 
someone to be like, oh, the other Mr. P, no way. But obviously now wearing masks. I mean, even though I have got quite a big meathead, yeah. you can still tell it's me. It's, it's obviously not happening. And I was on the cusp, I think, of, of with the live ups and stuff of getting recognised. So anyway, I got recognised for the first ever time. But it was... It it wasn't the it wasn't the the dream the, the the dream I had basically was walking through the traffic center maybe with a couple of the boys. I say that I mean when am I ever going to do that again? <laughs> uh, but walking walking through the traffic center and then someone goes, "Oh, are you the other Mister P from Two Mister P's podcast?" Me going, "Yeah," and he's like, "Okay, get a picture." Like, "Yeah, of course," and then being like, "Yes, Min, love it." So I took. Obviously, not during lockdown, I took Isla, Max, and I went with Kim to David Lloyd Leisure Centre, right, with mum and dad. They got us, like, guest passes. Yeah. So we went in the family changing rooms and we went swimming. We came out. Kim took Max into the cubicle, and I was outside in in my, like, little short shorts trying to get Isla sorted. So I had full-on chippies... (laughs) <laughs> and my gutsly were flying everywhere, right? I'm trying to kind of get hold of Isla, and she's, like, leading me a merry dance. Anyway, this woman, who's just changing a daughter, like, by the side, comes out, with, you know, fully dressed, like, comes out of the door and goes, oh, are, you, uh, <laughs> are you the other Mr. P? And I went... Yeah, I am, yeah. But as I said, like, yeah, I am, yeah. I sucked up my gut, honestly. I had KFC coming out my eyes. I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> Isla was running away. I was trying to grab her, honestly. My my chippies were running wild. And, and she just went, oh, really love your podcast. We listened to it. And it's like one of them, there's something about Mary moment. She was like, Rob. Rob, look who it is. And I'm there, like, covering covering my tits up, going, hi, Rob. <laughs> oh, God. And, and, stuff. and then well, the best bit about it was... Be careful what you I'm, wish for. Because I go on about it all the time. Like, and I do, to be fair, it is in jest. I'm only messing. I don't, you know... I, 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 lo- I love people who love the pod. That's what it is. But, so th- this couple and the daughter left... <laughs> me covering up bye Rob bye bye <laughs> um, the cubicle door opens and Kim comes la- laughing her ass off going I can't believe you were pretty much naked the first time you got recognised and I turned around to Kim and went I think they recognised the chippies <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah careful what you wish for exactly. right I'll tell you I tell you what, we will finish on actually because I've got a cracky little little O for you. Um, right, I'll just play the jingle quickly. Oh, what a note! When you really make a terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about, everyone remembers what I know. Okay, this was a story that came in very, very late doors um, yesterday. Starts off, grab my attention straight away with best full stop podcast full stop ever. Non-teacher related O that I always get reminded of. 
I was once at a football stadium and my girlfriend at the time turned and asked me, why are all the people wearing a high-vis jacket named Stuart? (laughs) 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 Oh, Stuart. (laughs) Stuart. Big Stu, what are you doing? (laughs) Get this, though. They all had Stuart on the back of their high-vis jackets. (laughs) (laughs) That is... That is... That's a great way to finish. That's a great way to finish. Just finish on that. So, um, thank you very, very much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Um, Thanks for sticking with us through our first virtual sort of podcast. We hope it's been all right and... uh, Unfortunately, it's the way we're going to have to do things for the next few weeks, but we will uh, crack on as we mean to mean to do. Uh, as we said in the uh, earlier part of the episode, please do go onto the Facebook group. Let's see if we can hit 10,000 members in the Facebook group before next episode, which will be next week. And you'll also see the link for you to vote for Two Missed Peas in a podcast as listener choice. Um, remember those votes have to be in before the 11th which is next week i think um please do go to the apple podcast store and uh store it's not store it's all free in it please do go to apple podcasts rate revive really flipping it rate (laughs) subscribe and review it's been a long week and it's only tuesday and uh yeah we will be back next week with another episode yeah take care everyone and you're doing an amazing job keep doing it well done Thank you. Do an amazing job apart from the government. <laughs> At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 75 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout.